Listen, I know a lot of y'all are probably sick of me talking about Anahata's purpose. But also I know a lot of you are not sick of it. So this bonus episode is for all of you. I'll be sitting down with my Anahata's Purpose partner, Jeremy Savo, talking about past events, the upcoming Anahatas. We also talk about Steph's Cereal Bar, which is a nonprofit that comes and does a pop-up both at Beardfest, Jeremy's Festival, and Anahatas. We talk about festival campaigns, primal scream, community gatherings, Marco Polo groups, adult onesies, uh, Jeremy's dad's dinner after dinner routine. We talk about snack monsters, vegetables, and the story of Jeremy joining Anahata's Purpose. So if that's something that you're interested in learning about and hearing, uh, feel free to keep on listening. I do want to let you know in the show notes, we have the link there for you to grab your Anahata's tickets. We also have the link for Heavy Meadows, who is a fantastic artist that we talk about. There's also a link to a podcast that we mentioned called Time Management for Mortals. And I just, you know, I just finished re-listening to this episode, this recording. And I just want to say how grateful I am. If you don't have a friend like Jeremy in your life, you should try to find you one. So, before I get too sappy, I'm going to turn it over to past me and past Jeremy and uh, let you listen to our conversation. I hope that you enjoy this bonus episode and I hope that I will see you at Anahata's in two weeks. ready yeah it's going so Alyssa just asked me Alyssa from cereal bar Mm -hmm. just asked me what my favorite cereal is and I'm really struggling with the question yeah I mean I want I kind of want to say count chocula um it's definitely not my favorite cereal it's just one that I would love to To have have the opportunity to eat yeah (laughs) what uh that what combos have you done at the cereal bar (sighs) Also, combos is really what it's all about. Yeah, like you can't just go and have regular cereal. It's like where you go to ball out. Right. And like I, make some crazy. I honestly can't remember because it's usually pretty late But uh, once yeah. I'm in there. But uh, I don't know. The possibilities are endless. I really like they had um they had fruit and like berries and stuff mm. last year at Anahata's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that I haven't seen them do at other events. Yeah. And that really brought it to the next level. Because, yeah. I mean, even just something simple like you were saying honey bunches of oats. Mm-hmm. If you took, like, honey bunches of oats and, like, Rice Krispies and maybe some, like, um, chopped almonds mm-hmm. and, like, some blueberries and raspberries, like, that would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> there was a blueberry cereal that they had at Beard Fest that I mixed with the strawberry... Honey bunches of oats, and it fucking slapped. <laughs> and I don't even know. Ooh, yeah, strawberry honey bunches of oats. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I won't be picky, but like that one, there's something about that that freeze dried strawberry. 
Mm. <laughs> oh, there was freeze-dried well, strawberries. Like, yeah, there. they have like the strawberry pieces that are sliced oh. and they're dehydrated. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was, it was that with a blueberry one. But they ha- I've never seen it. I don't know where they're even getting their cereal from. Like I know that a lot of it's donations. But uh, they had a Dunkin' Donuts caramel macchiata. Dunkin' Trussell donuts. A Dunkin' Trussell <laughs> uh, federal donut cereal. <laughs> it was grand. Um, no, they had a, yeah, they had a Dunkin' Donuts cereal, caramel macchiata, and it was this was two years ago at Beard. That shit was <laughs> miraculous. <laughs> That's really the best way to put it. Is miraculous. One year, at w- one year, I think at Beard Fest or Camp Jam, they had Sour Patch cereal. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to come back later and, and try that. And I, for some reason, I never made it. Yeah. And every, ever since, I've been just wanting to have that so bad. And I think I have mentioned it to Steph before, and she may have even gotten it, but who knows? Because yeah. um, if, if she's... If she's asking me what cereal I want, it's because it's an event that I'm running. And if it's an event that I'm running, there's no guarantee I'm going to be able to have gonna... cereal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think I did get there at Anahata's, but normally I always make it at Beard. Like, I, I can always make it happen at Beard to go, go get to the cereal mm. bar. Um, yeah. I also loved, I think it was a camp jam when they had Nick Daniels for president. Yes. Signs on the trash cans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I feel like maybe we need to find a ridiculous trash can and like put something on it. Like <laughs> Meeps for president. An- another another campaign, festival yeah. campaign of some kind. Yeah. Th- there was a legendary festival campaign. I think it was at Beard Fest 2018. It was Nipper for Beard Fest 2019. Um <laughs> And they got printed up like a ton of stickers and they gave them to everyone and the stickers were everywhere. Yeah. People were wearing them on their shirts and, and I was like, I, I didn't know who Nipper was at the time. Yeah. But it certainly got my attention and I was like, I think like, e- even if this band is terrible, they- like, <laughs> I think they need to play Beard Fest next year because they're, this campaign is just genius and yeah. they just pulled it off so well. And it turns out they were great. Um, and... Yeah, and we did book them for Beard Fest the next year. I never even thought about, like, yeah, like, it it actually, it makes sense that it's actually a campaign for me. I just never even realized that that's what it was. I just thought it was people being silly, but, like, no, it really is, like... The nipper thing? Yeah. Oh, you you were aware of that, but you didn't realize it was a real thing? Um, No, no, I wasn't aware (laughs) of that one, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, obviously, Nick Daniels isn't going to become president, but just the idea of there being campaigns at festivals, like... I don't know. I feel like that's a really fun rabbit hole. Mm. It is very clever is on Nipper's really part. It is a really fun rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what kind of fun campaign can there be? Well, I would think about it this way: How do we encourage people that are already that are going to be there to run their own campaigns? Like, rather than that—that's how I've been thinking a lot, like increasingly more lately. Both because Beard Fest has gotten too big for me to do these type of ideas yeah. myself, but also because of having now been to two burns and seeing it's all what people are creating. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, whenever I have an idea like this, I'm like, instead of how can we create a campaign, it's just how can we encourage other people to do it? I think that would be really interesting to see. 
if if we can encourage people to do it. I think we might are we be doing, doing that right, right now? now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now I think that's happening. Um yeah, but that's it's so true. Like once you just give people the go ahead. Yes. And then they're like, Woo! Yeah. I gotta have fun. Yeah. What? Uh yeah. Mm, it's campaign time. I think we should I, mean, I wanna do one and just Koji for president. Yeah. And we'll just do pictures of you and your bow tie being a handsome pup. Well, you know what's cool about it is it could be anything from something very real to something extremely silly. Yeah. Like it could be something completely nonsensical. Like you're campaigning for something that's that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Um or it could be something super real. Like it could be like you're a person who's coming to this event and you have some sort of idea that you think needs to get spread out into the world and you're like literally actually campaigning people to do some sort of action in the world. Do you know who, well, it pops up to my mind instantly is Spence with Primal Scream. Wait, Spence. he does the have you pooped today thing. Yeah. You know I'm talking, is that what you mean? No, or? I'm talking about Primal Scream. Okay. So I think it was 2019 Anahata's, like afterwards he like reached out and was like, hey, I have this idea. And I was like, this is a great idea. Like, I love this. And I just is fell that, off. Is that how that idea was born? Yeah. It was Spencer's idea it's after Spencer. having been to Anahata's? I don't know if he had it before Anahata's. It's just he told me about it okay um and he wanted to do it and i was like yes absolutely let's figure this out and then i just didn't figure it out and then i i don't know how it happened with kim yeah but it makes perfect sense and it's just that was just an idea that he had he's like people should just scream (laughs) (laughs) like i think it would just be really cool people just like primal screamed i've been wondering about that workshop and the origins of it and you should you should interview uh, them yeah about that on the podcast just like you know tell us how this came to be because I you know I've been wondering like did they invent this concept themselves did they get it from somewhere is it a, a synthesis of a few different things yeah but it's been really cool to see the evolution of it as as just like a workshop that they're offering at events to a workshop that they offer on their own yeah um to and it's become super popular yeah you know like at beard fest there must have been like a hundred people there or something it was so fun (laughs) watching everyone come running down the walkway screaming yes okay yeah i think we were both on On the deck uh, deck, yeah Yeah. and we could see it and we're like because live (gasps) beats fitness was happening which was hilarious on its own yes and 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 all of a sudden this like stampede (laughs) happened but you could but seeing kim's face when she like took everyone and she was like oh shit something's happening so she like started to turn (laughs) around yeah they look like a school of fish (laughs) yes they were but i um so one of my friends was there And supposedly there was also a bunch of people that didn't go running and they were like having these like transformative experiences and getting like emotional Mm -hmm. and like we're staying there and like working through it. It's really great. As everyone else was running? As some people were running, there was still a bunch of people that were still there. (laughs) There was still a bunch of people there like at the classroom space that were just like working through some shit. So it's crazy how it brings stuff up. Like people really go through it. Yeah. Um, well, I know, was it last year we did the, the Roe vs. Rage? 
Oh, I remember. Then, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So it was like a, you know, kind of like had a topic in a yeah. sense. Um, but yeah, no, that's oh, that all. Oh, was at Anna Hollis. Yeah, it was at yeah. Anna Yeah. Right. right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just know Spence came to me with the idea. And then fast forward like a year and then can't like, I guess, I don't know, you must have brought, I have no, I don't know, I'll have to ask. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went to one of the ones they held just as its own freestanding event yeah. like a month ago uh, with my partner Zoya and, and it was great and it was really well attended even yeah. though it was like a storm was brewing. Actually, that was kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, we, we, the timing worked out perfect. We got to, like, do a little hang, a little intention setting, a little warm up. We got into the screaming, and the storm was just, like, brewing more and more. Cool. Um, and it was already dark at this time. And cool. we were all, like, I don't know, a few hundred feet from our cars that you had to, like, go down a path. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it just started downpouring. Like, we had, like, done enough that it felt like we had completed the mission of being there. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, I guess we're, we all better leave. <laughs> and then yeah. Everyone just, like, ran off to their cars in the rain. It was great. Um, but it was, it, it was just great to see. I, I remember the first time I met Kim, her being like, I do wellness gatherings at my house and uh, trying to get me to come to these things mm -hmm. and me being like, I don't really know you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, but yeah, seeing that like she's been sticking to that yeah. for like years and, and like now there was people sharing at the, at the opening mm -hmm. circle, like this is my sixth primal scream or I've been coming to this every month and mm -hmm. for like two years and yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. I do want to figure out how that happened. Yeah. That connection. Yeah. Because to me, to me, like, you know, these, these events, these big events, like Beard Fest or Anahata's Purpose, like, these things are like anchor points in people's year. Mm -hmm. um, and they bring together, like, a larger group of people to do their thing on a very like elaborate well-presented scale to a larger audience um but then it's like you know and it's we're, we're trying to build community through these things and we're trying to affect culture through these things um but it's really like then those like weekly and monthly things gatherings that, that really keep it going mm -hmm. so like when, when i see that i'm like this is yeah, like changing the, shit. Yeah, the fact that like these bigger events have stimulated these more regular, smaller gatherings mm -hmm. is like that's that's like really what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then I just and the whole other aspect of it is the aspect that you don't see, but is is the Marco groups right <laughs> that just go on forever. Yeah, and I just, can't. I can't. I can't do that. It's, it's, it's great though, but it yeah. is like one of those things where like the people that can't get together every week, like these little yes. touch points of people still, um, building relationship and community and supporting each other, even if they can't be right in front of each other or get yes. there. Um, like there's a group that's specifically for like emotional support. Yeah. Like when you have a moment where you need to like freak out, like you can go in there and then like if other people are 
open to supporting you at that time. Like they'll hop in and support you. And that's crazy. Right. So you're taking with, with the Marco groups, um, you all are taking this, this idea of building a community and doing it in a way where you're, you're building it across the country. Yeah. It's not, you guys don't have the luxury of all being together in the same space, but you're still yeah. having this regular thing, like touching base. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Kim went, out, awesome. Kim went to Michigan and did a primal scream out there, Stevie's house. So it, it's just, it's rippling out. Yeah. It's rippling out. That's awesome. I dig it. I need to let this dog out before it keeps. <laughs> Koji. Then what? Do you, do you edit this part out? Cereal and screams. Cereal, oh, screams, and campaigns. But we need to... Wait, did we talk about the pajama party yet? No. Okay. So, we're... Bananas we're, in pajamas! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, we're gonna do... We're gonna do a little pop-up event on Friday night. Um, so, the, the flow of Friday night is gonna be like this. You have the West Philly Orchestra. Lit. Which is going to be amazing, huge brass band, and they're bringing a dance instructor. Um, and I just got the dance instructor's info okay, sent yeah, to me, like, by oh. the way, and I emailed it over to you cool. just minutes before we hit record. Mm, mm-hmm. And she's she's actually uh, from the Jewish community, um, which is cool. That ties something in with your mm-hmm. with your other work as mm-hmm. well. I was thinking, oh, you're going to hire her for the JCC, yeah, absolutely. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You should probably hire West Philly Orchestra. I want to. Yeah. yeah, that's actually something I've been talking to them about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, so there's going to be a brass band playing this Eastern sort of like Balkan music with dance instruction. And then there's going to be the bean fire and mm-hmm. podcast situation at the same time as that's happening. There's going to be the ecstatic dance. And then after all of that, there's going to be a the fire, fire sh- performance. Yeah. Down by the dock, mm-hmm. Team Flame and the Wildfires. And then after that, there's going to be a pajama party at the Cereal Bar. It's inner child play pajama party at the Cereal Bar. Um, we're going to have some facilitation, to like a little intention setting of like getting into the inner child play thing. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to like eat cereal in our pajamas and maybe play some games. Yeah. So bring your favorite onesie or... Oh, I'm bringing my onesie for sure. Yeah. I need to get a onesie still. Yeah, you do. We try, we, we, I feel like I need to just get you one. Like, I'm going to gift you a onesie. We looked at some at Walmart yesterday, yeah. um, but they were all just like branded from movies and stuff. And I was just like, as cute as Baby Yoda is, like, I don't really want a branded onesie. I want just like a straight I feel up like I should animal. get my onesie and see if you want to wear it. You know what would be fun? Hmm. Like a dinosaur onesie. Grace has one. <laughs> and there's pictures from the first Anahatas of her doing yoga in it. Nice. And it's great. <laughs> it's like it has the whole tail and everything. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, mine isn't, I guess mine isn't that cool. Oh, actually, you've probably, you've seen my onesie when we did the video of the trust falls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a tie-dye, but it's like a washed tie-dye. Um, do you have like a... 
like childhood cereal like memory like is there some, like i don't know do you have any ties uh, to your childhood with cereal i mean my whole childhood was cereal <laughs> <laughs> it was your childhood um we ate cereal every day for breakfast I do. which you know is a terrible choice for your health but um mm. that's what we did um yeah but i mean i was saying i love count chocula i used to eat that um oh they had the thing i think at beard robes just the marshmallows from lucky charms uh <laughs> i know it's horrible but that's when you eat it yeah, um, yeah i love rice krispies i love cocoa rice krispies mm. i love cocoa pebbles and cocoa puffs mm-hmm. um the ch- cheerios apple cinnamon cheerios i think i read that that's the best-selling cereal in, in America is apple, apple cinnamon, cinnamon cheerios. cheerios. I think that's what I remember reading. Oh. Um, for some reason, I Googled that. I like to mix that with life cereal. Okay. I just eat life. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, the idea of mixing cereals together didn't really occur to me. Until, until you were able bar. to. Yeah. Until I had all of the options. Yeah, and you're like, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. I, um... I never really ate breakfast growing up, which is also very horrible. Mm. But in the summer, when I would spend my summers with my grandmother and my cousin Julia uh, in Florida, my grandmother always had honey bunches of oats. And that was all, like, I always had breakfast at grandma's house, yes. you know, his grandma. <laughs> um, but it was like probably every other night, my cousin Julia and I, or I would go down into the kitchen and get like two Dixie cups and like fill it with honey bunches of oat cereal. And she would either come with me and we would eat it like in the middle of the night in the kitchen, or I'd like bring it up into our room yes. and we would like eat it. So it's like a huge nostalgia thing. Yes. Uh, and it's just, it's interesting too, cause it's like, it was the middle of the night and now this mm. thing is going to be in the middle of the night. Uh, and I- it's cool. I feel that the most appropriate time to eat cereal is in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, I feel that cereal is a dessert, really. It is. It's a dessert with vitamins added to it. Kind of. Um, Fake vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, my dad always used to, probably still does, eat, like, after dinner, he would clean up right away, very thoroughly, Mm. and I would be still sitting at the table, the last one, picking at my, like vegetables very slowly yeah but by the time like he was done cleaning up and i was still sitting there like eating a a single piece of broccoli um (laughs) he would he would already have his cereal that was always his routine dinner clean cereal cool um and i forgot to mention some more cookies frosted mini wheats oh frosted mini wheats are fucking lit bite size yes i like the little ones yes yeah (laughs) yes that's just like even better i'll i'll accept any but if they're bite size, it's bad. And oh, I had like chocolate frosted mini wheats at, at the cereal bar. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I had chocolate frosted mini wheats at the cereal bar. Like the frosting's chocolate. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even know that. that I didn't even know that existed. Uh, the other night, I was. Uh, oh, I think this was this was actually last night. Um, I really wanted some late night snacks Mm -hmm. and as rachel knows i'm like a bit of a snack monster (laughs) but the way that i (laughs) i have this mode that i go into where i just become like a zombie and i i just i'm like mindlessly shoveling snacks into my mouth Mm -hmm. and so the way that i avoid 
doing that all the time is I just don't buy very many snacks. Um, because if I had them, I would just fucking gorge myself on Wait them. a minute. Hold on. What? So what you're telling me is that you are, in fact, a snack book. Uh, maybe. <laughs> What's a snack? Oh, I always want other people's snacks? Right. <laughs> you I was, like, trying to work else. out what that you're, meant. <laughs> like, you just, you're getting everyone else to get snacks, but you don't want to actually have, like, you're not getting your own snacks. You're, you're booking the snacks. First of all, <laughs> when I request snacks, it's usually for, like, the purpose of an event. Yes. Hospitality. Yeah, but it's, For others. That's But funny. I do want them myself as well. Yeah. Um... But I'm when and when I say snacks, I usually mean healthy snacks like snacks. nuts and snacks. fruits and cookies. Like, no, see, cookies is like. But it's it's the your grounded cookies, so they're good. They are good. They yeah. are good. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I didn't have any snacks in the house last night, and I wanted snacks very badly. And I was just like. I want the cereal bar. I just want to like. I just want to walk into the cereal bar right now. Yeah. Like I want to eat all the cereal. I do. I have a big need to go get cereal now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, need... donate money to the cereal bar. Yeah. Because they, they give deserve up, all of they it. They just buy they, a lot of stuff. And they do a lot of great, <laughs> great, great, great. They do a lot of great, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeding all the peoples. Um. So, what was your favorite class that you've taken at Anahata's? Um, probably the healing not good enoughness mm, with Alan. ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was particularly helpful and cathartic, um, and community building yeah yeah but other notable ones were archery when i when i got to do that that was before i was involved in organizing the event yeah um and um what else oh Oh, the wim hof the wim hof was great (laughs) i have one of those things now like the buckets yeah i have a tub um, but I just, I don't want to do it by myself. I feel like I need somebody to like do the breathing thing oh, and, yeah. and staring into my soul. Oh yeah. You need a legit coach for that. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. That sounded mean. Oh, and the Highland Games. Oh yeah. The Highland Games for sure. I, I unfortunately, you know, I haven't, I was like, oh, I like this event so much. I want to help organize it. Um, and then it's like, oh, you don't get to really do as many things. When you're, um, I think this year, I'm hoping this year we're able to. I have a good feeling about this this year with us being able to do, do shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably did like one workshop a day last year, which cool. was fine. Yeah. Um, I almost might feel like I, you're, I was being irresponsible if I did more than too one. Many. Yeah, I might have done two on certain days. Yeah, well, I know I have the podcast, the two Gemini's and the Leo podcast. Well, that's not taking a workshop. 
No. And then I have, one. and then I'm in a panel. There's going to be a panel that Corey's going to do. Um, so two of them I'm like in this year, which will be fun. That'll be a good time. I forget which ones I listed though. Unlike the ones that I definitely want to take. Oh, one of Erica's classes. I would love to take one of her classes. I, I, I've never gotten to. I haven't yet. either. And she's not doing the one that she's done the last few right. years. Which I've, every time I've seen that, I've been like, oh, I want to do that. And mm-hmm. it just never works out. Yeah. The one thing that I have heard from multiple people that was like one of their biggest takeaways was around this concept that she shared about when you're judging somebody or if you're, you know, that person sucks. And then adding, and so do I <laughs> at the end of it. Which is crazy if you really, you know, like, it really puts things in perspective. Mm. When you're like, ugh, so lame and so am I. Mm. (laughs) So what is, so what is, can you elaborate on on what what is the purpose of that? I mean, not really, because I haven't taken the class. But from what I understand that people have shared around that concept is it's just bringing awareness to, um like your shadow self like just Mm. the size of you that are like why are you even saying these things like why are you even calling that person you know an x y and z in your mind like what is it like where is that coming from why are you like projecting that Mm. and then being able to like doing that and so am i at least in my mind the way this would play out is uh, making you look at it like mirroring it to you and being like, okay, where is this really coming from? Why yeah. am I, like, why am I even using that language? Yeah. What is about that person that's pissing me off? Everyone is your mirror. So, like, right. that's what I kind of got from what I've heard yeah. about it. Um, but I'm not sure if that's, like, the specific class. I don't know. She's doing the reparenting yourself one. Oh yeah. Which I'm, I would love to do that. I'm very that, excited. It's about another that. great topic. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the holistic psychologist that I follow, Nicole. Yeah. 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 yeah I follow her. Uh, Everyone I got to, follows her. That's true. She does have like 2 million <laughs> followers. Um, but I got to do one of her inner or her inner healer circle things. I just like got into it. Like I didn't, I like literally saw it that day at the time that it was launched. And I was like, I'm going to see you because it was like a limited amount of people. Uh, and I just happened to get in there and she covered a lot of the reparenting stuff and it was dope. Mm. So I'm excited to see what Erica brings. She's normally making everyone cry, you know? So <laughs> that's my only thing is like, do, like if I do a class there, it's really got me rude. Very rude. It got me all up in my feels. Like, then you have to do shit. Then you have to do... Oh, oh, Yeah, um. yeah. Like, I've, I go to this class, and then, like, something happens after, and I'm just like, I need a minute. Mm. I, I I was very in my feels last year at Anahatis because yeah. of personal reasons, but... Um, it actually, you know, despite the fact that I had responsibilities and was like, you know, quote unquote, hoping to enjoy myself, mm-hmm. um, but I had to deal with some stuff. Yeah. Um, it actually worked out very well um, because because of the overall intention of the event being towards healing, mm. um, I, I was able to like very quickly 
like rewire my outlook from I'm hoping to have a good time to I'm hoping to work on whatever it is I most need to work on right now. Yeah. And if that happens to be something that it has dark some dark emotions around it and is difficult then that's the best thing for me to do yeah um and then like you know everyone around is just also doing that and is really supportive so it it actually turned out that i mean it different people responded like i i generally tend to be like i could be dealing with something heavy and be like all right now time to work and uh mercury and taurus taurus and mercury Taurus and Mercury, mm-hmm. or what's and what's that related to? That's How do you know that my Taurus is in Mercury? Because we you just remember this. from well, yeah, because we looked it up for everyone. Uh, both Ge- or both they both Gemini and I, <laughs> both Jeremy and I are Gemini's. Um, but I wanted to see what our Mercury was because that's how we communicate. Mm. So that's when I looked up what your Mercury was and it was in Taurus. And I said that that to me made so much sense because I feel like I've seen you in lots of situations where I know that there's shit going down, but you are able to communicate in a very grounded manner. And me having Gemini, like Mercury and Gemini, like I just, I'm very expressive. Mm. It's also supposedly the reason why I'm a soundboard. That's what Teresa has told me. The reason a why I make board. the reason why I just like make sounds all the time. Oh, <laughs> Gemini Mercury. Like okay. they are just, I guess, known to just be making sounds all the time. Okay, and meeping and all of that shit. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's how you are able to communicate the things that you need to communicate out and do it in a grounded way. Uh, yeah, and it's goals. Mm. You know goals but yeah that was that's how i know that because we looked at that i don't remember much more i just wanted to figure out how it was that you could communicate like a normal human Uh, and i communicate like an alien if you're if you're feeling something big well what do you mean mean in general i mean maybe i might be hard on myself i think you're you're a very good communicator in general thanks well, we are Gemini's. <laughs> so, like, we are good at communicating. I guess I can get a little quicker to, I can't deal with that right now. So, like, you need to, like, like I can get a little sassy and mm. snippy with stuff. I think oh, a little quicker. I think I get that way sometimes, But you're not, too. like, passive-aggressive sassy. With Hopefully it. not. Were I you there for so. my lunch talk at Beardfest, though? Yes. I mean, that was, like, my... That was, was like great. my I got good feedback on that from yeah. most people. So I'm like, but I was real nervous about delivering it. No. This was a, like, I, I usually hold these like lunch meetings during the the few days leading up to Beardfest and I sort of will address the whole team and then I'll open up the floor for different department leaders to share whatever they need to about what's going on that day. Um, but I had hit, I think it was Tuesday, and Beardfest opens on Thursday. So Tuesday is one of, like, the peak chaos days for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. of just stress and yeah. a lot going on. And um, I, I will have this experience at Beardfest where we're setting up on, you know, on Tuesday, there's already 100 people on yes. site setting things up. So there's a lot going on. And I'll have this thing where I'm, like, I'm over at lunch, which is in one location, and I need to, like, get over to the main house to, like, 
I don't know, get on my computer and do send this email. That's very urgent. Um, and so I'm like, I hop on my bicycle and I ride over, you know, this like two minute bike ride, but mm. I get, I make it like 10 feet and I get stopped Stop. by something. They're like, oh, hey, I wanted to ask you something. And, and it keeps happening. And, and it takes me like an hour to travel what should take me like two, two to three minutes. minutes. Um, and, I, and I can't even remember like what I was doing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I had given this lunch talk of like, hey, like we have a process here and a team and a structure. And so I need you to, if you have a question, like ask your department head. If they don't know the answer, they can come ask me, but I need people to stop yeah. asking me every question that pops into their head. Yeah. Uh, and that actually worked. Yeah. Um, I found that suddenly I could get things done. I set those clear boundaries. <laughs> I will say that one of my favorite, my favorite uh, moment from you from Beard Fest, where you really flexed the throat chakra, was at <laughs> the uh, the forest stage when you called everyone trolls. Oh. <laughs> their song this everyone recommends a song oh, there's a poll that goes in the facebook group the beard fam group and they choose a song every year and what so well last year it was it was nookie yeah <laughs> uh wait why can't i even think of what it was this year i think that i just you'll get there vegetables just, think about vegetables I don't want to think about vegetables. <laughs> It'll get you there. I want to think about cereal. Um, <laughs> a vegetable that is commonly grilled in the summertime. I feel like you just asked me a math question. Come on. Um, <laughs> think about Kansas. Kansas? What, what do they grow there? Tornadoes. <laughs> I don't know. What do they grow in Kansas? Corn. Corn. Oh, that's right. Freak on a leash. Okay. Okay. You should have like. There would have been. There's better ways that you could have. Uh, Everyone it like listening has already figured this out like three minutes ago. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, that's right. Because it was so good. But you just basically <laughs> calling everyone trolls. Uh, because they think that you are a, a 90s rock cover band. New or two, metal. New metal band. <laughs> new metal cover band. That was one of my favorite moments from the entire fucking festival. Was that bold? It was so good. I, I don't think it was bold. I it was trolls. funny. No, it wasn't like me. You weren't being mean okay, at good. all. It was hilarious. Like, it was, I died. And that's probably the reason why I didn't remember corn. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give myself an excuse and out, but I really don't have one. Um, this is going to be the sixth Anahata's. Sixth. So I'm always trying to work this out in my head. So mm -hmm. work backwards. 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020 mm -hmm. was real. Yeah. 2020 mm -hmm. happened. That's the year that you came and taught. Right. And then, and then after was when you wanted to, is when you reached out to me. Right. Yeah. So, 2019, was there a gap year? Mm -mm. No, there was a year with two. That was so, 2018 was in November. And then 2019 was the first one? Yeah. And then 2019 was the summer, right uh -huh. after. Okay. Yeah. So, there was not a year with two. 
No, but it was like, it felt like it because it went from November to July. Gotcha. So it was literally done in in a few months, like in six months. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. And then it changed to September in 2020 and then stayed there, which I'm a fan of. Big fan of that. It's a great weekend. Yeah. Just in general, like yeah. the, the earth is great that weekend. Yes. <laughs> the earth is fantastic that weekend. Um, but yeah, it was weird. It was weird thinking that because this beer fest was 11 for you, right? Because you did yeah. 10 was last year. Well, it was the 11th year, um, but it was the 10th beer fest because 2020 got skipped. Oh, yeah. So when we did the 10-year anniversary, that was the 10-year anniversary, Which, but it was actually the ninth Beard Fest. But you did City Beard. True. So <laughs> that's there. That's a thing. So it was True. the 10th. Yeah. City Beard is not Beard Fest. It was a beard. It was a beard. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened in the city instead of the Pine Barrens. Yes. I don't know. I didn't get to go. I didn't, I didn't make it. I'm sorry. I failed you. That's okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we should chat about. I was going to, like, um, ask you more. Like qu- At first, I was like, questions, questions. But I feel like we've done that, where I've been like, why did you want to join Anahata's? And like, we've we co- didn't do that. I thought we did. Didn't no. we do that in the video? Oh, yeah. That was, like, two years ago. All right. Oh. I mean, I got, if you want to revisit or relive that, I mean, we it could. might be, okay. Uh, we can talk about 2020. 2020. Well, first of all, you were at the very first one. Yes. So I was at the first one and it was t- teeny tiny. Like 35 people. Yeah. A baby. And there was alcohol. Yes. Um, But it was great. It was a great vibe. Yeah. It was chill as fuck. I was only there to perform, mm-hmm. and so... Robin was there, too, and performed. Nice. Which is kind of cool, yeah, since she's coming back this year. So I was there, performed, and then left, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. hung for a little while. I remember playing Brown Eyed Girl with an acoustic guitar with a handful of people singing after our set was over. Um, and anyway, I didn't get that much of a glimpse at the event, because uh, yeah. I, I, I was just in and out. Um Jump forward to 2019, I was hanging out with, like, a bunch of random people that I didn't even know on the beach in Wildwood over the summer. Um, I had gone to this, like, beach yoga class while I was down the Hmm. shore. And I remember hearing just a a handful of people there mentioning the event and being like, Hmm. are you going? And they were all like, no, but I heard about it and it sounds cool. And I was like, interesting. I I, I was, like, kind of surprised that the event had spread by word of mouth that far. Yeah. But also that like they weren't actually going. They just yeah. but they were they were talking about it but not going. That that was I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, um, that is interesting. And then twenty twenty. And I remember seeing you in Brian Corey's backyard. Yes. And talking all about what you know, how we were each dealing with this whole thing with twenty twenty. Yeah. And COVID and um what we were doing about it and you know i think it by that point we had pushed beard fest 2020 from june to uh august and then at 
already we had said nope and we pushed yeah. it from August to the next year to 2021 and you were still going to do an event mm-hmm. and you had come up with this whole COVID protocol and I remember I found that super fascinating and I found it kind of bold in a way that I liked mm-hmm. I was like okay like uh you're going for something and and it was also really thorough you were like you were doing it in a way that felt good um and responsible yeah. and well thought out and I was so I was like impressed with that. I got lucky with my my aunt, the yeah. lawyer. She helped me out a lot with yeah. figuring out the protocol and the write up and the the rules and regulations. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember talking to you there and just being like, being like, oh, I like her. She's 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 doing cool things and she seems to have her shit together. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then i i guess maybe the, it w- might have been then where i pitched a workshop idea to you and yeah wound up coming and performing and doing the workshop yeah and that's when i wound up like staying over and really experiencing the event yeah and it was so refreshing because there had been no events like that yeah um in so long and it was just a great event and i was like this is awesome and I, I always, you know, I always talk to the event organizers because it's just we can relate to each other mm-hmm. in ways that few people can. Yeah. You know, and I I remember your back was thrown this out. This junk that and... was just popping into my mind. Yeah. I threw my back out up at the amphitheater and I was stuck there and no one was responding <laughs> to me. On you were the... having some, some troubles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you were, yeah, I was like waddling down. And I think that's where, like, I saw you right at the one. Yeah. Uh, in front yep. of that one building. Up, yeah. like, sort of on a hill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember chatting and I remember, you know, maybe maybe trying to, like, be supportive or, or like, give you some helpful hints or yeah. something. Um, and, yeah, I remember leaving, I remember leaving the event and feeling like, uh, it was an amazing event. I enjoyed myself so much. Uh, I really liked the intention of it. I really liked you. Um, and But at the same time, there was like things here and there that I was like, really, this should be over there mm-hmm. and this should be this way. And like I just had like these little things that I was like, I have a lot of ideas about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also like you just looked like you needed some more help. Yeah. And so... Yeah, that gate. Especially that sort of in like, the realm of where you, like, have your expertise. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's sort of how the idea came into my head. Because I was like, I have ideas that I think would help contribute to this. Um, and I really like what this is. And, and I really like the people that are doing it. So um, I was like, I think they're... I think there could be a space for me here. Yeah. Um, and I was just also like entertaining the option of getting involved in a little bit more event work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I, I do remember like the conversations that led to this were us talking about what to do in 2021 because in early 2021, COVID was very much still, you know, widespread and, the world was not really open yet. Yeah. Um, and we were all wondering, like, are we going to do summer events in 2021? And we wound up canceling Beard Fest. 20, it was 2020, 
the 2020 beard fest that we pushed from june to august then from august to june 2021 we wound up canceling it um and we thought we'll do something smaller we'll do mini beard (laughs) um because we thought mini beard would be like a 200 cap event or something we were like we could probably do a 200 (laughs) no idea that that was the that's what happened so because we were we canceled the big thing we were like we can't we're not gonna be we can't take this risk that was where we were at we're like we can't promise all this money to all these people and then like not be able to have an event yeah no um yeah and so we were like we're just gonna have to cancel and start from scratch with something smaller and uh and i remember talking to you because you had been looking all over for land yeah and i knew that right when i found the new spot yeah. yeah, around that same time. And uh, and I was asking you if you had any ideas about where we could host this smaller event. Mm-hmm. And those conversations eventually led us to, like, working together. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. That's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I remember I was with – I was at Stevie's when we had our first, like, Zoom call. Okay. And I was just like – I remember you messaging me. I don't even know how, but like asking about, like talking about you joining. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, uh, it was like, it was a big deal for me because Beard was, you know, one of the, like I like to call it one of the pillars of the inspirations. Like there's like mm-hmm. four different things that kind of inspired Anahata's. So it was like a huge deal. Uh, and I remember being like, Stevie! <laughs> fucking jeremy sabo wants to have a conversation about joining anna hot mm. like, i was just like oh shit um and then i was like but i but why mm. like that, why would i want that yeah like i remember yeah. um when we were on our zoom call uh me being like, like asking you why and yeah. you kind of were like going through like all the things you can bring and i'm like no like why right like like, like, what your where's the heart like what do you want out of it and that was when i was like okay yeah he's he he definitely this isn't like another way of just doing something like actually you genuinely wanted to be a part of it yeah um but yeah it was like an exciting moment for me yeah (laughs) like yay somebody's like actually you know who's been doing this successfully wants to partner and like sees that there's there's something and also has the capability of handling the stuff that I'm like I don't know what I'm doing I can't tell you anything about anything sound or stage right at all right um and also other things just the other ways that we collaborate and bounce ideas off of each other and the different perspectives that we have yeah you know it's not just that right it's it's it's, it's coming up with a cereal plus, bar pajama party. Right. <laughs> and it's having these other ideas that are super fun and other ways of doing things. Um, right. Work out. It's one, It just like with the way Beardfest is run, it's, you have partners and everyone has their own operational roles. Yeah. But then there's the other part is just the brain trusts thing. Um you know, and th- those are almost like two separate, like I- I've started to think of those as two separate entities. It's like you've got, the, you know, to put it in like corporate language, you've got like the board of directors and then you've got like the executive team. And like obviously we're in for something this small, we're all both. But um, yeah, there we, we, we play both aspects. Like Ra- Rachel's um, actual role in the event is 
way, way bigger than mine. Um, but we will just have sort of open discussions about where to take things and how to do things like that. You know, I might, I might contribute an idea to something she's working on or try to, um, I'm now I'm addressing her in the third person cause she's like not in front of me. <laughs> um, she I'm walked, sorry, the, she walked the, over there. The, the, <laughs> my laptop's about to die. Um, well, when you're here, I'm talking to you. And when you're not here, I'm talking to them, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's how it works. And I've just like that, I've lost my train of thought. You're um, talking about like <laughs> executive teams and board of directors. Board of directors right. and having, uh, like you were saying, like my role at Anahata's. My, my role at Anahata's isn't, my operational role isn't that huge. Um, or at least to me, it doesn't feel that huge by comparison to Beardfest. Um, but yeah, but then there's also just like the being here to bounce ideas off of and offer support on whatever you're working on. But anyways, when it it comes to the, the position and justice position, Mm. just making sure that I say that again. (laughs) Oh, I can't, I'm really bad at like, um, seeing seeing my own value sometimes so you need to go to that class again this right because <laughs> like even even you like saying oh it's kind of a big deal to me like you reaching out i'm like like i know that i know that beard fest is like quote unquote a successful thing yeah um but and, and i know that like i'm one of the main people running it and I'm one of the main people who created the vision for it and make sure that it all happens. But when I, but like, I still, like, I don't feel like I'm responsible for its success. I feel like yeah. it is its own thing. And like, I know how to do what I do specifically, but I don't know how to do what any of the other people do. Yeah. Like, I know a little bit about how everyone else does their job, but everyone. Yeah, it takes everyone to do the thing. Yeah. Um, and I very much feel like just one of those people. Um, yeah. And then even like, yeah, like the way I view something being successful. I'm like, well, yeah, it's on one hand, I'm like blown away by by how successful it is. But but yeah, even in that regard, I'm just like, this is just like a phenomenon ha- that happened in the world. <laughs> like I don't really... I don't really fully understand How? everything that goes into that. Like, again, I understand what I do to contribute to that. Yeah. But there's a lot going on that has nothing to do with me at all. Um, and so, like, the fact that it ca- has caught on with people is just, like, that's completely outside of my control. Yeah. But that, I, I mean... That is what has made it successful and you continuing to push it and doing the things and also still seeing where things need to change and putting different actions in place mm. to be able to make sure that it continues to be that way. Like you're, you are still doing the, all of the foundation work, Yeah, you know, to make sure that, okay, this is something that didn't work this time. So how are we doing it differently this time? Yeah, All of those things contribute to it continuing to be a phenomenon yeah you know like you're the foundation of the phenomenon 
Yeah, in some I don't know if I, I don't know if I would say that on the foundation of the phenomenon, but it's like um like of the house. You get a like a house like a foundation of the house. No, because if you took the foundation away, the house would just like crumble. Um and I don't think that's true. I don't want to think that's true at least. Yeah. I would like to be I would like to build a thing that's strong enough to survive if I happen to just disappear. Yeah. Um, Which, that was actually a big thought in my head this year as I was like being extremely stressed and being like, just being like, there's so much going on here that I don't understand at this point. Um, Because there's, you know, when there's a hundred people working as staff, it's like now you as the leader, you can't know what they're all doing. Yeah. It's just impossible. There's too much going on for me to know what everyone's doing. Um, and on the yeah, on the one hand, sometimes I would feel like, well, how am I going to pull this off? I don't even know what's going on. Um, yeah. And then other times I would be like, if I just like disappeared without saying a word, they would all still pull this off. <laughs> they would yeah. they would figure it out. Yeah. just put a lot of thoughts in my brain yeah like mm-hmm. what just about uh like the my continuous need to loosen up on control of things um and the idea of getting it to a place where if i were not there it would still happen yeah and like what does that look like for anahatas you know like obviously like that would be uh i mean it's continuously a thing every year the feedback of like me being needing to get everything that's on my brain out into a different place so that you and jess can see it more right um but yeah i just i'm like i don't know where the the thought the super thought process is gonna go but i just feel like i'm not I absolutely agree and know that, like, I am not Anahata's or anything like that. And that it's everyone that shows up and all the facilitators that come and all these people that are just drawn to this space and do this thing together. Um, but I do feel very, like, it's my baby and yeah. the things need them, like, the workshop. Like, I'm, like, very particular about a lot of the things. Right. And I have, like, a lot of the whys, and it's things that happened before. I'm just, I guess, thinking, like, how could I get it to... I know a lot of things would still happen, and it would right. still work, and it would still be good. Um, I guess there it's fine. I guess it's more of the pre-work I'm kind of thinking about. Well, y- you... You are more, you're more so the foundation of Anahatas than I am the foundation of Beardfest insofar as like you do a lot of the jobs yourself, um, whereas my role at Beardfest is more and more just leadership. Where Like so for Beardfest, we have a marketing team of three people yeah, and we have a workshops coordinator and she has a team of people that work under her. Mm-hmm. And 
um, like for example, you do all of those things for Anahatas. Uh, we have a vending coordinator. We have two vending coordinators, and they have a team. Yeah. Like you do that for Anahatas. Um, so yeah, so just like a lot of, a lot of the actual jobs, you do them yourself. So it's like if you were to step away, it's not like there's not someone else already there who knows how to do that. Um, that that's one of the differences where like. I, where I feel like I'm at least starting the process of me being able to step away mm. by the fact that I have hired people to do all these different things. And so the team is just there. Yeah. And then it's like if I, if I do the leadership thing just right, they won't need me that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's different. I mean, it's it different, different scale. It's, yeah, so it's like there's different. not the money there to hire mm-hmm. as many people. Yeah. And also, yeah, there is the there is the control thing, which is which is, it's like, it's up to you how how you want to manage that. You know, like like different events have all sorts of different manner of centralization or decentralization. Like, you know, a- anything from yeah a, a retreat where every single thing is decided for people, um, which this which isn't this, um, but like. There are there are events that are extremely structured yeah. and um, and then there's yeah and then on the other extreme there's the burns which I keep going back to um, that's like just about as decentralized as you can get it's yeah. just the the organizers provide land insurance bathrooms and they, then everything else is just the community pitching ideas and then the organizers are like yes to this idea no to that idea but even the uh, even the ideas that they're approving or not are very broad yeah like once you you approve the idea and then that person is responsible for every detail like you as the organizer you don't touch the details you just say you can bring that your, that dumpling you want to do a full service dumpling truck mm-hmm. um yes cool you figure it out yeah that's it i'm just saying yes and like send me your your one paragraph bio and i'll put it in the booklet that's it. I want to go to a burn. Yeah, I want you to go to a burn too. Yeah, I really want to. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. I feel, uh, yeah. I'm really sad about what's that? What's the the guy's name? The singer. That wrote the the dumpling song. Oh, oh, heavy meadows. Heavy meadows. Yeah, I just I just feel like I need to to meet that person so the backstory on that is a a friend of a friend of my friend who i guess i will i will go ahead and say he's my friend now too um heavy meadow um he frequents a lot of burns he's also been to beard fest and we were hoping to get him to anahatas this year but it didn't work out scheduling wise Mm -hmm. so hopefully next year yeah but he is a sort of a mystical Creature. rugged like bard uh, <laughs> person um he he yeah he has he he just runs around with his ukulele and sings and writes songs that are just very charming and he he has a he has a great energy and he wrote tarot songs he did he wrote well his album his is called the like, fool yeah and he has a song about about that nature. yeah and um, I can't remember now. Is his whole album about 
a, like related to tarot or think, is it just that song and that's the namesake i think it i thought that it was it might be uh and then the, the cover is the full card but with him right yeah and it's super cool yeah um but yeah i showed rachel he wrote he wrote this theme song for our dumpling truck that we ran at a at a burn recently which was my first like real full burn experience yeah um and yeah by night one before we even opened he had written this theme song for us he had written half of it and then the next night by the next night night two he had written the whole thing um, and it's just the most incredible song. I wonder if we can reach out and see if I can just <laughs> add it at the end so that everyone can hear it. I am sure that you can. Okay. But yeah, re- you know, yeah. reach out. But I'm sure he'd be I'm happy sure he would be about too, that. But yeah. And we were right. going to have him do a pop-up. Not even, a, not even, we were just going to say, come and do just, your thing. Yeah, just be you. Which is riding around on one of those one wheel, um, you know those Unis- one wheel things? Oh, the, They're yes. actually called one wheels. Like that's the whole name of it. Okay. But you just, he just cruising around on this little vehicle, this little festival vehicle with his ukulele, just singing and playing, you know, bump into some people, start a jolly little conversation and then sing them a song and then just, you know, roll on to the it's next. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I hope he can come next year. Me too. Yeah. And I, but there's somebody that comes to Beard Fest that has the motorized unicycle and just zips around. Motorized unicycle. Like he's got like the one wheel, like it's. Is he sitting on it or standing on it? He's standing on it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, he's got one. might be this guy. He goes fast though. You can go real fast with That's those. That's horrifying. It's so scary. Every time <laughs> I see several people have those at that beard fest, so I don't know. If I he just... was the culprit of speeding or not. I don't think I saw anyone with a ukulele on it. Okay. Uh, but I just every time I see somebody whipping around in the pines on one of those, I'm just like, you're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> like, I just get like really concerned. <laughs> those things can go up steep hills, and they they actually can pull like some sort of a load behind them. Uh, what? There was a guy. There was a guy who was our neighbor at this burn who also had one, and he he works in like the ship, like in the yacht business. He fixes yachts and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was telling us stories about how like him and his business partner got this one, and they ride it around like the shop. They have like oh. a big facility mm-hmm. of some kind. They have to like, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but I think he like will literally pull like a wagon behind behind him, him with it. I want one now. <laughs> But I just don't, it makes me really they're scared. They're expensive. Yeah. Like over a thousand dollars for one. Yeah. But, cause they're like a legit vehicle. It's crazy. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cool. <laughs> Get yeah. your one wheel today. Get your one wheel today. <laughs> Call now. Nineteen ninety nine for the next 300 months. <laughs> That's just what it is. Um... Fun. Cool. Okay. We have... <laughs> I'm like, what do we have now? What do we... I think that's it. Here's my final final comment then. Tell me your comment that is final. Um, I'm such a scatterbrain. Yes. And, um, yeah, and... <laughs> I knew it was going to come back to that. Yeah, always. But the, the, the microphone, the live mic really focuces me. And I know, you know, I noticed it like the second you started it because mm. I've been here for like four hours yeah. at your house, um, and the whole time we've been kind of co-working 
talking about things a lot, but also like I'm always like sending an email yeah, while we we're talking. So it was very like, yeah, we're talking about this topic. I'm like, let me start this email. I get halfway done the email. We move on to the next topic. The mm-hmm. email's not done yet. And so I'm always like half paying attention to what you're saying and half trying to like remember what I was writing. And mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the mic came on, I was like much more yeah present with you. I wonder if, because this always happens to me, I'll record and then I don't remember like anything. Is it working? It is. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, like after I'm done and like once Teresa will post it, mm. I like forget so I know Zoya's listening to everything. She right? has been, yeah. Yeah, and um, and I keep I wasn't I wasn't re-listening to any of them, but then people would just start messaging me about stuff that I would say, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even remember. <laughs> so I'm curious to see once this goes out, uh, and if you listen to it again, like if you remember, I feel like I would just black out during this. Yeah, and I don't know why, but it just happens, and I'm like, okay, this is just yeah. I don't know. It does focus you, but I think it also sucks your soul. Mm. You're giving you're giving it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just taken. The more people listen, the less of a soul you're going to have less That's left. You better horrifying. hope it doesn't grow. Shit. Just kidding. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like, follow, subscribe. <laughs> we have a Patreon. Get your Anahata's tickets. T-shirts. Um... T-shirts. Coffee mugs. Coffee mugs. Coffee mugs. Glasses frames. (laughs) Uh, Kristen of the Go-Gots just sent me a text message. For all of you listening, Kristen is one of the security medical people. Uh, It says, foam is ready for Anahata's. The bracelet is his new favorite toy. And she's got the old glow-in-the-dark one. (laughs) From 2020. Wow, what a cool cat. I know. Like a ghost. His name is Foam. (laughs) Phone or Foam? Foam. That is awesome. That's a good, that's a good, good cat name. They're brother and sister guys. Yeah. The Gogotses. The Gogotses. FYI. Uh, Sorry, I just got super confused. Yeah, it's the phone. It is the phone. It is. It distracted you very badly. Very badly. But I was really (laughs) excited to share the photo of foam. The white cat playing with the Anahata's wristband from 2020. Dope. Lit. Bam. Oh. I do have one more. What's your timeline? What's my, like, when do I need to leave? Yeah. I was planning to leave at, like, you know, around noon. It's just <laughs> about 2.30 now, so. Um, it's lots of beans that listen. Yes. On this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I would love to know, and if what you say is fucked, I'll just cut it. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, your first impression of the beans and like what the fuck is this craziness and these people (laughs) the beans are very sweet i i haven't i haven't um i haven't gone like super into depth with any of them so my like i haven't i don't think i've gotten close to any of them so i can't i can't say 
that much, but um, everyone I've met has been very sweet. They've all been extremely helpful. Yeah. Um, I remember, uh, the one who I remember the most is Mike. Oh, um, Popcorn Daddy. Because we're like friends on Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah. So Mike's great. Mike is um, great. And I love the, him in the video that I made of him running to uh, the stage. I'm not picturing it right now. Oh, okay. It's Sorry. Not, it's not conjuring The snack up. time video. I need to, I need to right. rewatch. But um, I would like to get to know some beans a little bit more this year. Yeah. I think, well, now it's going to happen now that you yeah, said this. Yeah. So I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Let's hang out at the pajama Maybe party. that can be uh, the... The campaign. What? Get, making you a bean. Making me a bean. <laughs> well, I, I started listening to Rachel's podcast finally, and my girlfriend's really into it, so yeah. um, I'm, I'm working on it. That's funny. Uh, well, we're, we're we, astro hoes, so that we... means you're an astro ho. Okay. <laughs> or a celestial slut. I heard you guys talking, when I first like was like trying to get into it, I put on like the most recent episode and I pressed play and you guys were just like telling inside jokes and I was like, I'm going to start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, it was the hose in different area codes. Oh, well that was just. And I was like, I'm confused. I'm just, I'm switching episodes now. Um, that's just the song. Yeah. 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 No, it's just random. I don't think that was an inside joke, <laughs> but I'm glad that it tricked you <laughs> into thinking that it was. I was like, I think in order to understand this podcast, I'm going to have to start no. from the beginning. No, you just literally have to be crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. You just have to go with it. And then you're like, okay, okay. fine. You have CERN. You got to get the CERN episode. You already listened to Biggie and Tupac. Yes. Uh, and you agreed that Suge Knight did it. I mean, I just sent you that cryptic text message at like midnight so yeah. that you would know. I know. So that you would have to figure out that I was listening to your podcast. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> you're on. I that's you're just going to be listening to Rachel that doesn't even exist anymore. I don't even remember half of it. I yes. have to also re-listen to everything. It's, it's your avatar. It is my absolutely. It's a whole different person. A whole different human thing you seem pretty rachel like now yeah right now yeah i don't think you went as wild today no but i'm not talking astrology with tabitha and Teresa. right <laughs> i'm not on my astro ho shit right now right <laughs> i'm on my rachel shit right now right yeah all right um i'm excited how many days 19 days till that thursday something like that so it's like today is a Friday. So what's that like three weeks? I don't. I mean, it was twenty-one days the other day. So I think we're at like nineteen days till open. So we're like fifteen days out. How do you feel? It makes my butt tight. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my teeth itch. Mm. Uh, but no, I think we're good. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I feel prepared. I feel like everything's just ready i think i just want to get there and just get it done i know the feeling yeah i can't wait till it's over <laughs> that'll be such a relief <laughs> <laughs> but like not but yes it's like oh there's like the stress is done but then it's like oh man 
the hard thing is like you have that to-do list in front of you and you're like you you as the event approaches you have to kind of chip away at it even with more and more fervor Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and so what happens to me a lot when i'm in that state is like it really becomes about getting it done and so it's like I just want to get this done so I can get that done so I can get this done so I can get that done. And that leads to wanting the whole thing to be over. Yeah. So trying to find some way of enjoying the process. Yeah. Even even while maintaining that like next level motivation and drive, um, which, you know, I feel like that super high level motivation and drive does often come from a place of like, I'm dissatisfied because this isn't done yet and it needs to get done. And in order for me to be satisfied, it needs to be done. Yeah. But if you can like harness that and still be present enough to enjoy, just enjoy it. Yeah. Now, once I'm able to get into like a flow state and doing the Anahata stuff, it's like my favorite shit to do. Mm. Uh, The podcast that you recommended, the time management for mortals. Mm. I think I've listened to it four times since you sent it to me. And... What's the, the Making Sense is the name of that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And title, the title of the episode is Time Management for Mortals. That has been so, such a great, a great thing. And I feel like I could listen to it again and I'd, I'd still be getting more things out of it. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes it like worth it. Like it makes me realize like this is, this is the, the fun stuff. And like, even though. Yeah, I'm excited for for it to be done so that I was like, all right, we did it. We did it again. We pulled it off. Yes. We fucking did it. Uh, but it, it made me realize that I enjoy the craziness of this more than any other project I have mm. in my life uh, because of just the perspective that that podcast makes you have yeah. of just existence. It's there's a lot of wisdom in there. I've listened right. to it three times, and maybe I'll listen to it again. You should today. totally listen. Yeah, I might put it on my like. It's short too, right? It's like half an hour. Yeah, and like you have, but you have to subscribe to get the rest of it. Oh, is but it, it well, still ends. Up I like, thought it. I thought it was there. There's more of that. It, yeah. Oh wow. I so I actually looked up the guy, that. and you, he's done some other podcasts like with other people. The uh, ge- that was the guest host. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's an author, so it was a book he wrote. Is that whole topic? Um. Yeah, so I've listened to some of the other ones, but that's still just, like, the best version of him just talking about it and just, um, yeah, it's made me actually look up, like, an Insight Timer, which is the meditation app that I use. Uh, Like, yesterday, I was like, I just want to, like, listen to something similar to that podcast, but I don't want to actually listen to a podcast right now, and I don't want to listen to a guided meditation, so I looked up on my meditation app, like, Talks. And actually have people that are just doing, like, talks on different topics. Mm. And I'm like, this is it. Like, this is exactly what I want. Just somebody, like, throwing that wisdom at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that just... That podcast. I'm going to listen to it again today. I sent it to Grace. I sent it to John. I sent it to my mom. Nice. Yeah. It's like, I feel like everyone just needs to listen to it. Fun. All right, I'm gonna have to find existential dumpling. Yes. To place at the end of this. Um, 15, 15 days go us. 
All right, let's do it. Woo! We'll see you there. You have to say Astro Hose out. Astro Hose out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. At-